0: Welcome to the Oshawa Museum. We are comprised of Henry House, Robinson House, Guy House, and our drive shed, which houses our carriage collection and other agricultural artifacts. All of our museum buildings are still standing on their original foundations. That is to say, they are standing where they were built all those years ago. Today's audio tour is the abbreviated tour of Henry House. This home was constructed circa 1840 in the Regency cottage style, and the second story was added sometime after 1861. The lower story of the house is built of limestone from Kingston that had been used as ballast on ships. As you tour through the house, please feel free to pause this audio tour at any time. Skip forwards, go back and revisit sections of the tour or different rooms, and remember, if you have any questions, please ask the visitor hosts at the door. Welcome to the Henry's family home. It was lived in by Thomas, his second wife, Lorenda, and eight to nine of their 15 children. There was over 30 years between the oldest and youngest child, so not all of the children would have lived in the home at the same time. The first room on your left is the study. Thomas would have occupied his time in a room such as this to tend to any business matters that required his attention. He was the harbormaster from 1849 to 1851. He was a farmer, and much of what was his farm is today's Lakeview Park. And finally, he was a travelling minister in the Christian church. As you tour through the home, take note that the family did not own all of the objects you will see throughout the house. But there are certain objects that did belong to the Henrys, Let's take the study for example. The desk belonged to Thomas's grandson, the chair was Thomas's, the brown and burgundy settee was his daughter Jenny's, and portraits have also come from family members. The room directly across from the study is the parlour. Parlours were elaborately decorated rooms in the house where children were typically not allowed. Parlours served as the room where guests would have been received and entertained. They were the spot for courting when young Victorian women became an appropriate age under the watchful eye of their parents. And the family would have held wakes in the parlour for any relatives who passed away. An artifact of note in the parlour is our music box. Here is just a small sampling of music that the music box will play. Enjoy this as you walk towards the dining room. The second room on the right is the dining room. This is where the Henrys would have enjoyed their Sunday meal. The food enjoyed by the Henrys would have been grown on their farm. Thomas grew crops such as wheat, peas, oats, and potatoes. He had an apple orchard, which was located near Robinson House, and livestock on the farm included cows, horses, sheep, and pigs. The 1851 Agricultural Census also made note of 100 pounds of wool and 100 pounds of butter being produced. The family acquired any food that they did not grow at stores located in the village of Oshawa. The heart of the village was the four corners, around where King Street and Simcoe Street intersect. Many visitors wonder what's behind the door located in the hallway of the main floor. A steep and narrow flight of stairs leads to the textile collection, which is housed on the upper floor of Henry House. The collection includes quilts, clothing, and accessories such as hats, shoes, purses, and parasols. Under the staircase is a small cupboard that is home to our dairy collection, sat irons, clocks, mirrors, and other miscellaneous household items. The Henry House second floor is also home to a small digitization suite, complete with photo, professional equipment and workspace. The Oshawa Museum takes pride in the responsibility of preserving our community's historical treasures in our collection. At the back of the house is the kitchen, the largest room in the house. It was the biggest and likely the busiest, with Lorenda and the four daughters helping with the various domestic chores, such as cooking, cleaning, and baking. Under the window is a dry sink. Originally, there was no indoor plumbing for washing dishes or washroom facilities, but you could bring in water from the outdoor pump to place in a bowl. The door to the right of the sink leads to the home's summer kitchen, a common addition to Victorian houses. With no climate controls, like today's air conditioning, summer kitchens enabled the hot stove to be used, but it helped keep the heat out of the main house. As the weather got cooler in the fall, the Henrys likely would have used their summer kitchen as a larder to keep eggs, milk, and butter cold. The loom by the north wall isn't completely out of place in the home, although you are looking at a modern example. Family stories tell us the family had a loom in the home and it was well used by the women. To quote, The big loom was in the corner of the kitchen, and it seemed to never stop. On into the late evening, one could hear the shuttle go back and forth, one foot pedal go down, and then the other, as Mother Henry wove the cloth for trousers, shirts, and dresses, and all the woolen cloth used in the home. The girls knit socks and mitts, pieced quilts, mended and darned socks during most of their spare hours. Our final stop inside the house is the master bedroom. This room was most likely Thomas and Lorenda's bedroom, and while there's no stove in this room, winter nights would have been very warm being right off the kitchen. In the corner you'll notice a wheelchair. From the memoir of Reverend Thomas Henry and from family history, It is known that Lorenda suffered from ill health for many years, and in later life had difficulty walking. Like most Victorian homes, this room has no closet. Clothes were stored in chests, trunks, or armoires, and because doing laundry was a laborious process, the number of clothing items would have been limited. The only room we haven't seen within Henry House that is standard in today's homes is the washroom, and that's because there wasn't one. They would have used a chamber pot, like you see in the corner, and an outhouse outside. This brings an end to the inside portion of the tour of Henry House. Please use the door off the kitchen to make your way to the gardens, where the audio tour will commence. The Henry House Heritage Gardens were professionally designed in 2003. Thomas Henry's memoirs gives insight into times of leisure in the garden, hosting a party for his grandchildren every May. Quote, Father Henry was very fond of children, and his grandchildren will carry to their graves pleasant memories of grandpa's parties. End quote. Our gardens are ornamental, culinary, medicinal, and dye, and we owe a great debt of gratitude to volunteers for helping keep our gardens looking their best. Herbs were very important for Victorians for a variety of reasons. One of the main reasons was the lack of refrigeration. When food started to turn, people would add herbs to mask the foul taste. Secondly, they were very common for medicinal remedies. The Henry House Heritage Garden doesn't just grow herbs, and it has a number of special features to keep an eye out for while you're wandering around the garden. Take note of the bricks lining the edge of the round tea garden. This is a fundraiser for the museum, where members of the community can purchase a brick and choose their own engraved message. The Rits and pear trees are named after one of Oshawa's prominent families in the 19th century. To date, the Rits and pear trees are Durham region's only designated heritage trees. The fleur-de-lis, with the date 1874, was originally part of the Centre Street United Church. The church was demolished in the 1960s, and this date stone was saved and given to the museum, a very fitting home as Thomas Henry was pastor of that church from 1840 to 1856. This brings an end to the Oshawa Museum's abbreviated audio tour of Henry House. If you have any questions, please be sure to ask your visitor host at the front door, or you can connect with us on social media. We hope you enjoyed your visit to Henry House, and we hope to see you again soon.